Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. And this is a very special episode of Max Mike Movies, and we thought you people might want to know who the hell we are and why you should listen to us. That's right! And we're going to be talking like this the entire time! The entire time, because that's a good reason to listen to us right there. Don't you think so, Max? Absolutely! Who wouldn't want to listen to these dulcet tones? (laughs) I think I'm going to have to dulcet you right between the eyes. How does Gilbert Godfrey do that? He doesn't. He was fired. No, but he's done routines that go on for like an hour, and he talks like that. I don't know how his vocal folds aren't bleeding. Well, you didn't know this, but his mother was Tom Waits. Oh. Mm. So he he genetically has really, really durable vocal folds. That's right. So, yes, as I said earlier, this is a Mm. special little snippet of Max Mike movies because honestly why should you listen to us and who the heck are we anyway uh, there's no movie it's just literally an introduction because um, you know 78 79 episodes into our series we thought you might want to know and even if you don't too bad you're gonna find out so yeah, Max basically mm. yeah basically I'm yeah, basically who are you <laughs> who am us anyway yeah and what about Scarecrow's brain? <laughs> and Zangief's ass. Yes. Who are you, Max? Tell us a little bit about what it is that makes up Max. I was born in the house my father built. Stop. It, okay, sorry. No, I'm, I am not Richard Nixon. Uh, Good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically, uh, I'm just a dude standing in front of another dude telling him why he loves movies. <laughs> I'm, I can't stop. I'm sorry. Stop me before I sub-reference again. Stop. No, I... <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, why should you listen to us? Well, no, no, no. Okay, let's fa- go back. We don't know anything what? about Max. Who is Max? Who is Max Levine? Where is Max born? And if you say in a small log cabin, I will stab you. <laughs> I was born amongst the stars in the dark <sighs> created the universe. Well, I don't want to give out too much information. That's such fine. A thing as internet privacy. I was... You know, I was I was born in a hospital. Why? Because I wanted to be near my mother. Hey, <laughs> terrible. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, no, I was born here in the Northeast. Uh, I grew up in, in the. I mean, it's no secret. I grew up in the Greater Boston area. You can tell by your uh, thick Boston accent. Oh yeah, I have a wicked, wicked hard Boston accent. <laughs> It's wicked hard. Did I mention it's wicked hard? I spent uh, some time in the Midwest, going to going to graduate school. Uh, I, I've I've been uh, an ice cream truck driver, a movie theater usher. I think that's what really qualifies me to talk about movies. Is I took people's tickets when they wanted to see a movie. Some of them were uh, even mine. Yes, uh, I, I worked at the now defunct. Harvard Square Theater, pour one out for the Fallen Theater. Yeah. Uh, I studied English literature. I've also studied gemology, and I ended up in computer technology and computer security. All of which, of course, feeds right into the film industry. But <laughs> I have I have always loved movies. Uh, from when I was five years old, and Yellow Submarine scared the crap out of me, but I had to see it again. Uh, we I used to arrange movie marathons where we would watch movies nonstop for 24 hours. Used to go to the 
science fiction movie marathons where they would show movies for 24 hours on much less comfortable chairs. Mm. Uh, I've written a blog. I wrote a blog about uh, with movie reviews on it. I've been to film festivals in two or three different states. Of mine. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Uh, I, I love movies. I always have loved movies. Mike and I and our, our friend Libby, we watch the Oscars every year, despite the fact it seems to become more and more pointless every year. That's okay. This year, once again, no Nessie. We're having no Nessie. <laughs> Nobody's hosting. And you know what? That may work. It worked okay last year. Yeah. I still miss Billy Crystal. Yeah. I even miss Bob Hope. Really? How old I am. Yeah, Bob Hope was pretty funny. I and it, gotta tell you. <laughs> he was fairly, I'll say this, he was consistent because he did the same material every yeah. year. I miss Johnny Carson. I don't miss Bob Hope. Yeah, but Johnny Carson was really good too. Else, what else, what should we know about you? That, or maybe that's it. Yeah, that's most of it. I, I am a computer nerd, a comic book nerd, science fiction nerd. Nerd. Uh, nerd. Nerd. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> That's I think that's it. That's mostly it. But what about you? Tell us about the mystery that is Mike. Once upon a time, in a land oh. dark and far away... I don't like this story! <laughs> no, I was born um, not so far from where Matt... Actually, that's not true. You were born no. not in, in the Boston area, were you? No. Nope, no. I was born... I was born elsewhere. I was born very far from where Max was born, but we both grew up not far from each other, yet not knowing each other until high school. Mm -hmm. And then we went together to high school for only one year because Mm -hmm. this moron decided being older, he had to graduate (laughs) first. Yeah, silly of that. And this little twerp decided, oh, look at me. I'm going to be younger than Max. Yeah, that was that's my life goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will grow up to be younger than Max. And, and he did it. And I did. I've achieved my goal. Now, so yeah. I grew up in the greater Boston area. Uh, I, too, have as thick a Boston accent as Max does. Uh, I don't oh. know why. Neither of us do, but neither of us do. Uh, we also have found that it is an incredibly hard accent to actually pull off. I'm looking at you, Leonardo DiCaprio, amongst many yeah. others, Cliff Clavin. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know that I was as much a movie buff as Max was. I was a comic book nerd uh, starting in late high school and therefore worked in a comic book store for 14 years. Millionaire Picnic, uh, New England's best and oldest comic book store. And we get no kickbacks. Um <laughs> I am but also... we would accept them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, worked uh, there for uh, most of the time that I stayed in the Boston area and have since mm-hmm. moved out to the Midwest, a different Midwest than Max has moved out to. I think it's no uh, secret because I think I've mentioned it a few <laughs> times that I, I'm currently in Michigan. Um, I am a comic book nerd. I am a science fiction nerd. I am a fine arts geek. Um, which is a kind of a weird combination. Mike um, is actually not just a geek, he is an artist. Uh, you know. In fact, he is a wicked good artist. Well, so says Max. Um, I'm a cartoonist. I have completed some graphic novels here and there. I've done some comic strips, etc., etc. Uh, science fiction films was my big thing. I'm a Star Trek geek, too. Um, I'd say Max is probably... Well, to be fair, I did go to film school. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. film school. Yes, so uh, that was two and a half years of my life back when they actually used, you know, film. Mm. Um, pretty much everything I learned there is um, no longer of use because I can do a hell of a lot more with my phone than any of the equipment that's still around. But uh, mm. yeah, we're, we're two years apart 
Um, basically, he's my big brother. He, I'm his little brother. Really, yeah. his little brother. Yeah. Boy, is he ever. Hey, hey, want to go out and get ice cream? Huh, huh, huh. Want to get some ice cream? Uh, ice cream, ice cream. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're no. going to get ice cream. Yay. Shut up. Shut up. Just like that. Um, we've been best <laughs> friends. I don't know how long we've been best friends, but we've been mm. friends since uh, the fall of 1980. So uh, this is uh, this is our 40th. Oh, dear gods. Wow. <laughs> Wow, are we old? Yeah. So, uh, two middle-aged white guys. Let's put it that way. Um, I represent a minority because I may not be entirely straight, and Max may not be entirely um, of a Christian persuasion. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So no one persuaded me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's who we are. Like, mm -hmm. if you wanted to know super exciting details, that's as exciting as it gets. Um, yeah, film school, a little bit of art school, which I didn't stay for very long. Uh, Self-taught, blah, blah, blah. I don't play any musical instruments. Max, do you? You play a little guitar, don't you? I play, I play actually, I play a full-size guitar. Ooh. I just only play it a little. Ah. Yes. And I play, I, that's pretty much it. I tried other musical instruments. They never stuck. Yeah. Not so, um. enough glue. Max, I mean, you listed a sort of a couple of your qualifications, which may lead into my next question, which is, why should anyone listen to you? I've been asking myself that my whole life, <laughs> as has everyone around me. I, why? I don't know. Well, for one thing, I'm the one talking. You and I are the ones talking. We're the oh. ones who have something to who want to say something. Yeah. But if you want, like, qualifications, you know, I, I've never made a movie. I've made some goofy home videos for our movie marathons. Mm, and if you pay me <laughs> enough money, I will let you upload them or I will download them. <laughs> I will tell you where they are. It's Max Acting. Okay. Ooh, Max Acting. <laughs> yes, that was actually the name of uh, my attempted acting school, Max Acting. <laughs> it's okay. I'm in some of them, too. So True. Uh, other than that, I mean, I've, st I've also taken film classes. I've read books on film theory. Uh, I was, I have a master's in English lit, so I was taught critical thinking, so I, I think hard enough and then I explode. Yeah, I've seen it, it's uh, it's not pretty. Yeah, I, I like to think that I have some slight grasp on critical analysis, which translates, analysis of any narrative is pretty much the same thing. And analyzing a story, whether it's written, whether it's visual, whether it's verbal, there's a lot of common elements. There are elements to filmmaking that aren't you know, the same as literature, but you can extrapolate some of them. Uh, that's what always, in, that's why, that's what I like best in movies, is movies with good characters and good story, which is to me also what makes a good novel. Doesn't The use of language is nice, but the, the language of film is important too. I yeah, would that's about it. There, there, there. I can't really think of a terribly compelling reason for anyone <laughs> to listen to me. And quite honestly, I think we should just stop the podcast forever. No, no, no. We well, we were fired, but we're uh, yeah. We were. Uh, I will totally agree with Max. Uh, I'd like my check, please. <clears throat> and uh, I, because you know, uh, I have fewer qualifications than he does. Yes, I went to film school. I went to two and a half years of film school before saying, uh, "No thanks." Uh, you know, and I did have some some background uh, in learning how to make films badly. Um, I have watched lots and lots and lots of movies, which, you know, is not necessarily a qualification above anybody else. I'm more of a visual thinker. So, you know, mine's pictures, 2D, stuff like that, which does feed right into film. But uh, why you should listen to us and to together. I actually do have some thoughts on this. And that is... Uh -huh. um, so I saw a statistic recently on the internet, Ooh. which of course you, you can't dispute because the internet is right in all things and good, uh, <laughs> that last year, meaning 2019, 
80% of the movies shown in North America, in North American mm-hmm. theaters, went through one institution. And that one institution is Disney. Now, oh, I don't care. Praise Disney. Uh, I'd like my check now, please. Um, yeah. I, it's, I don't care who it is. I don't care yeah. if that institution was Nabisco. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's a good thing. And right. I, also, I also think that people are settling a lot these days and unfortunately well having just talked about james bond apparently they've been settling for decades um (laughs) that being said i've even talked to people i work with and they will describe films as like oh batman versus superman oh my god that was so good because you know this yeah (sighs) sure there were some plot problems you know this didn't work and that didn't work but i give it a nine out of ten and like does nine out of ten not mean anything anymore has math changed yeah i think it does and max and i both think it does and I have had people comment to me, you think too much. It's like, okay. <laughs> when um, did that become an insult? We're in the dark ages, remember? Oh, God, we uh, really are. And so I I think that movies should, especially if they're going to go through one institution or most of them, should be held accountable to something because we're paying for this stuff. You know, the, the, the studios may say, well, the budget comes from blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're trying to get our money with that. So mm. somebody should say something. Now, neither Max or I are a cinephile. We don't sit there sniffing the negatives. Not that there are anymore. To make sure that I certainly don't. (laughs) I mean, it's not like you can get a buzz off silver nitrate or anything. Not that I would know. You are so convincing. Yeah, like they use silver nitrate in color film. You moron. No. (laughs) It's the only chemical I remember they used in film. Well, it's black and white. That's okay. Um, So. I want to say that the reason you might listen to us is this. We've seen a lot of movies. We have some background in critical thinking, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't fully represent cinephiles. So we're not Siskel and Ebert at all. Mm. Personally, I think we're a little funnier than they are. <clears throat> but we're also not totally just the common man either. We're not people who just go in there, plunk down, let our mouths hang open, open drool, and accept whatever's thrown at us on the screen. Now, Max and I don't sit there and watch these movies over and over again, picking things apart, making very careful notes. Generally, we watch a movie once, like anybody does. What I think that we bring is that we bring a little bit of thought, a little bit of critical eye to something that quite honestly deserves it. We'd like things to be better. And of course, Hollywood's listening closely to what Max and I say every week. And what we We say We have the ear of the industry, yes. So I'd like to think that we bring a little bit of entertainment. We bring a little bit of a closer look at something that people may have overlooked. And heck, we might even convince people to watch some movies that they haven't. And more often than not, don't see movies we think are terrible, Cat. Uh, how about you, Max? Any any parting thoughts before we let our listeners get back to their regularly scheduled lives? And I think you made some good points. And the idea, it, it, as opposed to the so-called common man, which I think we're just as common as muck, But the fact is, a lot of people go to the movies just as pure escapism, not necessarily because they want... I've had friends tell me, I don't go to the movies to think. I like a movie, and and I understand that. There are movies I like to go to that just switch my brain off, and that's fine. But I also like movies that make me think. And Mike is absolutely right. We are seeing a real era of movies where it's just the age of, meh, good enough. Mm, There's a lot of meh. There is a lot of, we want to appeal to the widest audience as possible, so we will make the films as generic 
and familiar as possible. Fewer and fewer pe are pe people are taking risks, and I think this is only going to get worse if, as Mike points out, one company and one company's aesthetic and ideas are controlling a vast proportion of of the content. I think, and the fact is, a lot of them, the critics that you read online and the newspapers, you got to remember who owns those newspapers, who owns the websites. Yep. A lot of those are owned by the same media companies who are putting out the movies, so there's a certain limitation. We, unfortunately, are not being paid by anybody. We're not owned by anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. We're we're not part of the, the system that the man runs. So I can't believe it. <laughs> thank you, Quincy. <laughs> we we don't have a lot of skin in the game. We don't. No. We can say what we want. It's not going to really affect our our living, and uh, nearly any way at all, actually. <laughs> mm, yeah, and I think it's important to point out movies can be better. You know how we know this? Because they have been. Yeah. We have seen masterpieces. We have seen things on the screen. So have you. I'm, of the people listening, you have seen things, I will bet, that made you just go, wow, that was amazing. That yep. actually took me out of myself. Maybe it made you think of something in a different way. Whatever. And it can be. it could be anything. I felt that way about Pixar movies. Yep. It doesn't have to be Berlin Alexander plots. It can be anything, and it just has to be good. And, and I, hmm? well, and I was just going to say, and Max and I both love to be in a movie that does cause us to stop thinking. The problem is if you can't be bothered to make it well enough, that suddenly it's like, why is that cat flying? Or how come that car has three wheels? Or things, I mean, just dumb stuff that you can't be bothered yeah. to fix. Then you've you've failed as a, mm -hmm. as a filmmaker or as a company or whatever. And that's, that's why we're here. <laughs> and it's not enough. I mean, movies don't have to just be escapism. Escapism just doesn't just mean sensory overload. No. Look, loud, bright lights, boom. The, the cinematic equivalent of jingling their keys in front of you. <laughs> It is Fancy different. feast. <laughs> it is different. Being transported is different than escaping. Yeah. And being transported, that's the mark of a great movie. And even escaping can be done well. You don't have to be sloppy. So mm -hmm. you should listen every week to Max Mike movies because and, us. <laughs> yes. And you should force those around you who, who don't listen to us. And if they won't listen, use violence. Or make really annoying sounds until they do, like this. That... Are you listening? No, I'm in fact shut. I just shut off my headphones. So thank you for tuning in for this little short but yet important episode, sub episode, <laughs> sub 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 episode, sub hunt episode. My lungs were aching for air of Max Mike movies. Say good night, Max. Good night, Max. Max Mike Movies is a co-production of The Voice of Max and The Movie Wrench.